9.58 on the ticket. T-Box winding down, gearing up for the rant. Stay tuned for that as uh, Corby and Davey should be by shortly. Who is this, Gordon? Trippin' Daisy. Trippin' Daisy. Yeah, Tim DeLauder used to be in this band, Trippin' Daisy. Four guys. And then the guitarist, sadly OD'd, oh. died at the age of like 28. He was young. And and then, of course, that band broke up. And that kind of broke Tim's heart. And then he started uh, Polyphonic Spree, hmm. which is heard on the okay. station pretty frequently. Where right. do I sign up? All right, uh, I'm going out to a nice dinner tonight for anniversary and all that stuff. Hey, and where are you going? I, I want to. I don't know yet. I'm trying to get a. I need to. I want to pick some new place to take my wife tonight. She's coming back in town. After you ever been to Sevy's? Sevy Ballastero. No, Sevy's restaurant. Highland. It's really nice, and chicks love this restaurant. Yeah, it's a good place. Really? Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's right on Preston. Can I score <clears throat> with your nah, wife? I don't know, but that would tick my wife off if I did. Well, here's the deal. Normally, these places, ladies you go and to, gentlemen, I'm tend to be a little dark. And every once in a while, I try and keep my readers with me almost all the time. But a lot of times, I don't That's have romantic. Them. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. i got to be able to see what I'm doing. A little Viagra there on the table, too. <laughs> see what I'm doing, baby. And there's a lot of times, obviously, if you don't have readers and you need them, you can't read menus in a, in a decent restaurant. Mm-hmm. I don't know why waiters don't carry some around. Or at least have them on every... You don't want to wear somebody else's dirty, aged-up readers. What? What, are you going to get for my tear ducts? What? I don't know. Isn't it just creepy? There's well, something intimate about glasses. By the way, speaking of a little blue pill, mm-hmm. there's a really good article in Business Week this week mm-hmm. about that those three companies, Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, spend more money on advertising than their revenue. Yeah. More money? Why? Bad business <laughs> Buy Buying market share. But, the, but apparently they either overestimated how many people have erectile dysfunction. ED, or, we call it ED. Or they, how sorry, many ED. would admit it. Or how many would admit it. Yeah. But they say only about 15% of the people who suffer from it are taking any of the pills. There, so. there was an old salesperson here at the station. Bless you. Bless you. Uh, sorry. That uh, used to tout it as a recreational party drug. Really? Yeah. Hey, I'd take it. I've never <laughs> tried it. rocked with it. But I'd like to see Literally. what it does. I have you tried it? No, I'm under the impression that <laughs> if you don't need it, it won't do a whole lot for you. No, I hear that it. Uh, I hear it does. Yeah, it does. The, that's why he's promoting it as a recreational yeah. party drug. So where if, you get a bone for all weekend? What's you that get one? What now? What did you say? Days? You said something. What was six <laughs> hours? <laughs> so if you if you were suffering for one for longer than four hours, would you suffer? Would you seek medical assistance? No. No, it wasn't four hours. I thought it was, <laughs> Me neither. Was baby. it only four hours? They say yeah. if you had uh, I don't know four hours. I'd be getting, I'd be bored. It was basically me in eighth grade. <laughs> is all it is. I would just be bored. That's a great. All it is is hormones, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just hopefully you don't get called up to ride on the chalkboard. <laughs> I'm I'm curious about it, but like I said, this guy said he used to work here. He said, "Yeah, this, you rock with this stuff." And he Mike said he didn't need it. Could you imagine? You'll need it soon enough. Well, hey, it's hey, uh, it works. Uh, yeah, I have no no problem with it. I don't think that there's... Is that a popsicle stick? One of the two. That is something I made up, and that's never been tried before. What's that? Splint? Splinting it with popsicle (laughs) sticks. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the question is, you do it like a tree where you have it on both sides, or just, you know... I think you do it both sides. And strap it up with duct tape. That's what the Cubs say. Duct tape. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm going to try that one day. I've proposed the morning show that we all take it at the beginning of the show just to make it real uncomfortable between all of us. 
as no one gets up from their but position on the console. But I don't think it. I don't think it does anything <laughs> to you unless you're aroused. actually aroused, right? No, I think that it does no, something to you. No, I don't think so. I think it you doesn't do anything to unless you're aroused. No, are you, you sure about that? No, I'm not. So you'll look, somebody call and tell us. You'll gaze across <laughs> at Craig, and then everything. Yeah. nature will take its course. Next thing you know, the death starts rising. <laughs> not me, Craig. The other Craig. Yeah, yeah, that make was. that clear. <laughs> Craig's Craig. I don't know. Is so it, try it. Is that expensive? I have no idea. I don't know much about it. Hmm. Dave, have you ever tried the uh, Viagra? Because I get those prescription uh, deals online all the time. You could, God, you could go crazy on that stuff. I know. Vicodin. And, do you think that stuff's actually Vicodin? Yeah, that they sell you? Yeah. I think so. I think it's a reputable website. I don't know. <laughs> You're asking the wrong ticket guy right now. Oh. Davey's in the well, Davey's here. breaking all the equipment. Everything's broken. <laughs> Davey's cut everything. That's what the haircut. It's not really a haircut. I'm, I'm looking stylish. I'm like in between hairstyles. I don't know what to do with it. Well, Photoshop. Oh, I'm trying to grow it so out. So cocky. No, I'm trying to grow I'm it out. I'm in between hairstyles right now. Well, I just don't know what to do with it. Mm. But no, I have. Do it. Do it like I have. Yeah, <laughs> that's <beautiful>? good. <laughs> just not wash it. Yeah. Uh huh. I rub, have, rub mayonnaise in it and come to work. <laughs> <laughs> I have not tried Viagra. Or Cialis or Levitra. 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 Which one's the one that lets you get going all weekend? That's Cialis. That's Cialis. That's cocaine. <laughs> so, you just, you just, <laughs> so you just sit there and hound your wife all weekend. Right. Uh, 12 hours. Or wife your hound. <laughs> Sorry. So, they, um, so is that a, a real side effect or is that what? like a Wood? kind of tricky marketing when they say, you know, if you experience an erection that lasts more than three hours, please consult your doctor. I think it's kind of tricky marketing. You know, it's genius. It's like Cordyslim. It is genius. Cordyslim says, you know, if you don't want to lose a lot of weight, don't take this. If you want to lose 20 to 50 pounds, this is what you need. But if you only lose 10 pounds, don't That's what my meth dealer it. told me, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I get sucked into this idol. I've been watching Idol with my <laughs> wife and daughter. Unfortunate verb. Yes. <laughs> Can, um, Get sucked in by your wife and daughter. Just reword it, okay? Yeah. It's making me tense. We're a close family. Taint. Um, Bro, why would he make a joke like that? <laughs> would anybody... Yeah, why would you make would, a joke would any, like that? It's so would disturbing. Any popular yeah. act, would any popular act out there today have a chance to win that? Meaning, American Idol? Yeah. Because like I'm thinking like a well, Phil Collins. Or, let's say he would have auditioned Well, yeah, there's an age limit. No, let's say he was younger. Let's say he was He's still popular. low 20 or low no, 20s. He, Phil Collins wouldn't win he it. He couldn't win it, right? Elton John couldn't win it. Bruce Springsteen Elton John would be eliminated right away. No, Springsteen no. can't carry a tune, so he wouldn't yeah. win it. I don't think Elton John would win it now. No. Well... No, I'm just talking about when he was. But it's back in it's the day. strictly a singing and performing competition. It's not it's a, not a talent. musician. Yeah, but no musical talent. Right, right. So no, something like Alicia talent. Keys would do well. Well, she no, because a, she's not playing the Whitney piano. Whitney it. Houston would have won it. No, it, you have to be a songbird. That's all they're yeah, trying out. Just songbird. Isn't that what Alicia not, Keys? She plays piano. She plays piano. Oh. Where is it? I got it. I didn't have my glasses. Wow. I'm not supposed to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Deep, dark secret. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Didn't know it was a secret. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking drugs for it. There's a lot of secrets at this I place. haven't had the boils lately. <laughs> you play any hockey, Davey? I haven't played in about three months. I think I'm going to go on Craig Miller's I uh, idea of just showing up. I don't think it's going to matter. I might do that, too. I think we're going to get smoked. It's not going to matter. Yeah. It's not going to matter, but I think yeah. we're going to get killed. Yeah, I think we're going to lose, too. I think the girls are going to destroy us. And what's the bet? Is there a bet? I don't know. A big bit or anything? I hope it's not head shaving, because I'm just now 
Yeah, it's looking good. I'm just now getting to the point where it's growing yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yellow product working in there? A little product, yeah. Oh, boy. Mine's called Hellman's. <laughs> you know, um, Corby is not here today. Really? He was here last week. He, was he not here last week? He we weren't Vegas here last, last week. week. Was in Vegas. What? Where is he? He's renewing his vows this weekend. What? What? He said he was what? at a wedding. But not his wedding. Oh, not his wedding. No. Okay. I thought he was at a wedding Corby. last week. Oh. No, that was the bachelor party. It's uh, Tim Tom, Huron, Meat Curtains. Oh, yeah. How did that go? He, was... call, he called me last week. I haven't heard from Corby in six months. Hey, man, can you score me some free golf in Vegas? That's... He's pathetic. He's and such I need a, a user. new driver, too. He is. <laughs> he needs to move up on the ego list. Where is hey. he? He is... Um, Gosh, he's at number 13. Oh, there's no the way. Let, let, me see, let me see this. I haven't seen I didn't even yet. know this, and all of a sudden, here's this. This is in the sports page this week, I right? I yeah. appreciate the mention. The sports, not the, uh, the, the sports page, uh, the tabloid, not okay, the... Okay, even though you're chicken hmm. scratching, how could you not put Dan above me? I don't know. I had first two say, minutes to come up with but this. But first you say he you know, talks actually, down to underlings, which is... How long ago did you write it? How long ago did I write it? Tuesday. I don't know. When did we do that? Wednesday, maybe? I don't Thursday? remember. Uh-oh. How long did it take me to write it? No, I just... I didn't know. It was this week or a month ago? It was or? this week, and it was a prime example of me teasing the first thing that came to my mind and then having to write to fulfill the tease. <laughs> tease panic. Which was, oh gosh, I said the you know biggest egos of the ticket, and I came up with a quick list. And where was And that? I was surprised. I was looking down at this. It reads pretty well. They just kind of took a transcript of it. Davey, you and I need to work hard to get on that list next year. I, I think I may have been fired and no one told me because my my card didn't work on the garage. Uh-oh. Oh, you got to redo oh, yeah. it. You had to get it reset. Sorry about that. It's supposed to be just me today. <laughs> they didn't recognize you with the uh, new stuff. You got to yeah. get it reprogrammed. Oh. Well, I just did that like two months ago. Oh. It makes well, me angry. Maybe fired. It makes me angry. I didn't get the memo. All right, well, what do you think about this? Uh, do we need a break or anything? Nah. Okay. It's 1025. So review the list here, Davey, and tell me who is out of order. I think you have Bob too high. I think you overrate his ego. Really? Not that he doesn't have He's one. He's at number one on the list. Yeah, not that he doesn't have one, but I think that you have it out for Boy, him. They did you would be above him. But did you see what he said to me once? Is that documented? Yeah, okay, his quote is... I don't think you can be in this business if you don't have a big ego. Well, that's true. You have to have some kind now, let's of ego to want to be let's on the face radio. It. Just from personal no, experience, big ego. They they will talk down to their underlings. They, yeah, mean, this they guy pound well, them. Oh yeah, well you speak from experience. Yes, they, they do it on the air and they're worse off the air. But they, is, it not, is it not shtick? Or is well, it, if or it's stick, it's the worst no. stick in the world it's because it's not funny. Because they never say they're joking and it continues 24 hours a well, day. So they think that they think that's great radio and it. now that I listen on the outside looking in. I think it sounds terrible. It sounds like a bunch of bullies and like your boss is the worst jerk in the world. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not saying that he's not top five. Well, who's worse between the two at talking down the underlings? Dan's the worst. Okay, Dan on radio, on Dan is. Dan is worse on air. Bob's worse off air. Right. Because Bob tries to put on a false front on right. the air as if he's not that bad. Passive aggressive. That's why he's higher. <laughs> I was, think I think you two. need to be much higher. Yeah. That, that's well, just that was, what the computer that says. Was that's what you wrote. No, it says 16. That's you, the computer. You, if... If the computer had written it correctly, correctly, you <laughs> yeah. would have definitely been in the top ten, and you slipped one person underneath <laughs> you to try and legitimize I it. had nothing to do with this. Look, read it. It says, 
This is what the computer said. It raised an eyebrow with me, but science is science. Whatever. See, I even acknowledge that it raised a little bit of eyebrow with yeah. me. Uh-huh. <laughs> How come Cat wasn't in there? Uh, he's not one of our stars, buddy. Jeff Callen? Yeah, he's off air. They had Ken Roberts in there. You well, know, that was a joke, oh. and they didn't reprint that part. <laughs> it's, it's really hard because pretty much everybody that's listed on this page has a giant ego. <laughs> <laughs> so you just... So you're, you're just grading degrees of it? Yeah, I mean, you... you Shades of gray. breaking the microphone now, Gordon? I mean, uh, Davey... Yeah, he's... <laughs> breaking I'm, everything I'm tightening it there. down. It's not going to happen again. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's really just kind of very shades of, of difference between the egos yeah. here. I think there's a huge drop-off after number one. But then... <laughs> uh, how can Dale not be number one? Because Bob Stern was in the mix? Yeah. Okay. And Dale acknowledges it, too. Yeah. There's a little bit of humility and, and, when you uh, acknowledge it. I definitely agree with, with Richard Hunter, Big Dick Hunter, at number three. Anyone who ran for mayor of Fort Worth is a bit. I know. Has it. a giant ego. That thinks the whole world's interested in his life. I think Rich Phillips, well... Well, go, no, go right. in order here. you that's got right. one, Bob Sturm, two, Dale Hansen, three, Richard Hunter, four is Mike Reiner. Yeah. Disagree with any of this so Who far? Who actually dropped, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah and I think, I, think, I think Ryan's is still dropping. He may not even deserve number four anymore. Yeah, he's, he's oh, definitely yes. grown yeah. not, not that, oh, not that yes. he's not an a-hole, oh, yes. but he's just not as much of an egotist. Mm -hmm. He's made it, and he's relaxing now. Uh, Norm at number five. Good pick. Mm, he did about he, that. You know, he just, he you're, just wears Rito out, that's all. But he's nice. I think he's really nice. Your little blurb on him is right on. A guy who will play Mr. Modest, aw shucks on the radio, but will grandstand, grandstand behind the scenes. A man who tries to get out of every mandatory event that we've ever had. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, he definitely deserves to be top five. Grego at number six. See, I think Grego's with the whole thing he had before. His he's got a dose of humility. I wouldn't have put him up that high. Nice. Oh, you know him better than I do, but got to have an ego to be in radio. <laughs> Grego's <laughs> Grego's a difficult one to uh, to rank because he he's has such a split personality. He, he can is, be he, so nice. Yeah, but then at other humility. times he can be, you know, I built this station. Well, yeah, he's very country boy can survive at one moment and mm -hmm. then big market big time the other. Right, moment. that's so, genius. Yeah, I, he definitely deserves his placement. Rich Phillips at seven, I guess because he is just a ticker guy is why he doesn't crack any higher. But I don't, you know, I never knew this about Rich. I just knew him from kind of on the air and just my dealings with him. And uh, but then I talked to other people around here and they say he is a chronic bitcher. He yeah. bitches about everything and is just a complainer well, is that a pain in the ass. Does that mean ego or does that just mean a pain in the ass? There's a difference. Well, that he has some sense of entitlement to him and that's why he bitches. Then you got Kevin Scott at eight. The quiet egotist. <laughs> yeah, he, de quiet <laughs> he definitely has a high self-opinion. There's such a but thing? He, but he doesn't, I don't think he flaunts it the way that everybody prior to him on the list. So it's probably a good yeah. placement. But he is him. a seething cauldron of anger. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Smoldering, cauldron, Smoldering of cauldron of anger. <laughs> now, Rick Arnett at number nine. I don't know about that. Thank you. I, I think that you... I acknowledge that was kind of a I think uh, you were just taking Rick a crack Arnett. at Rick. I was kind of taking a crack at Rick. But Rick will... Rick used to always... Well, because Rick had to run interference for Bob and Dan. Yes. And, and all Rocco. of a sudden... Yeah, and, he, and he's <laughs> trying to tell me that <laughs> when they Bayless. filled in for the morning show, it was... You work for them today, kind of thing. I'm oh like, yeah, 
I'm on the regular show. Right. See, I'm, I'm like, not, not going to just do some lame-ass bit that Bob comes up with if I don't think it's funny. I, had, I was doing my job, though. That has, was nothing to do with ego. Yeah. Yeah. I would slide Corby either right behind or right above Kevin Scott. Really? And I might even move Craig Miller up. So you've got Kevin Scott hey, at 8, Rick Arnett Bill. at 9, Dan McDowell at 10. And hey. Yeah, after the deal thing, Corey needs to move up. That was funny. Dan McDowell at 10 maybe should be higher, but it's hard to... Who are you going to drop? Right. George Dunham at 11, Craig Miller at 12. I think those should probably be flip-flopped. I think Craig yeah. has a bigger ego than George. All right. Corby at 13 but I've is seen, way low. I've seen George slap a female intern in the hallway. <laughs> because his coffee was too cold? No, because of a typo on a memo that he wanted her to Viagra send out. kicked in finally. <laughs> How many memos has George ever sent out? <laughs> From the desk of George Dunham. Number 14 is Danny. He definitely has the, the rock star and the gotta-be-liked-itis. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that that's necessarily ego. I know. That was a tough one. And then Frito, Frito's pretty innocuous. Gordon, of course, the computer. You, it was a glitch. You must, some you, must not of, yeah. have, you must not have filled in a certain field. I know, like all of them. Any of them. <laughs> garbage in, garbage out. And Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, J yeah he, he, he's just he too weird. Jimmy's just categorized. He's, he's a shell of a man. You nailed that. <laughs> wow. Oh, my. Hey, Dill. Hey, Aren't Dill. we all family? Oh well, I I enjoy this list. Everybody needs to pick up uh, this week's copy of the sports page. And I didn't even know they put it in there. Look at those newbies. I got no hair. I got no compensation for this. Have you seen inside of the back cover the Silver City ad? Look at you can see. Don't you love women? Naked wow, bottom breast. Wow. Kind of have. Mm. Ooh, they, is that chicken check? Crossing no. the line uh, a little bit. It's too there. good for that. Future. You have a body for me. Huh? So what do you guys got today? Oh yeah, look at that chest meat. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the underside over here and the underside. Oh, by the way, saw Napoleon Dynamite. Yes, yes. Oh. me too. I did too. Um, not nearly as good as Bad yes. Santa. Not nearly as good not as... Not nearly as good Well, Santa. I don't think Sweet. it's a good... It's, bad Santa's not a good kids movie, uh, no, by the way. No, my kids love it. I mean, it, we watch it every your day. Your kids <laughs> like Bad Santa? No, it's Napoleon Dynamite. Oh. Mm. By the oh, way, I'm not letting them see Bad Santa. By the way, in your frenzy, you busied all the lines. Yeah, he did that on purpose. Oh, sorry about that. So nobody stuff. could call in and ask. Um... I, I thought it was good, but I actually got a bigger kick out of Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. So yeah, people have been recommending that I haven't one. Seen that's that yet. funny. I haven't seen that yet. But that's you, funny. Have I'm you guys seen Bad Santa yet? No. Yeah. I haven't oh. seen that yet. And I've, I've heard, heard, I've heard it's good, but scenes. I've heard it's overrated. No way is that overrated. No. He's with a fat girl in like a dressing room or something. Or <laughs> yeah, but that's... <laughs> yeah, oh, that's gosh. There's midgets. And Cobra. And Small John Ritter's really good. I think they call them little people. Yeah, John Ritter's really good. That was John Ritter's swan song. Yeah. Yes. He was mm. hilarious. Yeah. Not intentionally, but no. Get Harold and Kumar. It's ten twenty-five. Also, um, somebody recommended Shaun of the Dead, and I'm about three quarters of the way through that. Good. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's. Yeah. I thought it was gonna. Everyone just recommended it so highly. I thought this was gonna be another, you know, cult favorite like this. But you know, it's good. I can't stop looking at those breasts. Stop it. All right. I gotta go. Let's go. On the okay. Table. Coming up next, the rant the way it should be. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know what's happening here. Oh! <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Making love to you, the listener, every Saturday, 10 to noon. Cheryl Pal Gordo. Let's load up them lines. This is my new personality. I'm trying to get going. Just, See, I, just you're honing it, really. Yeah, I'm honing it. And uh, towards the end of the week there, I was trying a more upbeat, happy Ron Chapman kind of guy. Uh-huh. Just to, because that void is going to be out yeah, there. Yeah, there's a void you. now. And, and, uh, and you know, we, we have a lot of influx of uh, 60-year-old women listeners that are now yeah, sampling they're, they're, a ticket. For they're really time. looking for a home right now. Right. And so uh, that's what I was kind of doing. But on Saturday, it's kind of a different thing. I'm going to try to have a little bit more rock and roll attitude. Hey, you give us a call. 214-787-1310. Let's blow this mother up. Are you on the ticket? You're on the ticket. Hey, is Gordon going to be covering the chimp story today? Hey, the chimp story? Is that what you're talking about, man? Yes. Absolutely, we're going to be covering it all. Hey, did you get my message yesterday? I don't know what your message was. It was about uh, the parts of his body that were severed off. Yeah. Is that not horrible? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about it all, man. All right. Let's all right, it. buddy. See you ya. take care, man. All right. You Drink too. one for me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. I, just, I, I, I on me. Hey, man. I wasn't feeling it. It just grates on me maybe, too much. Maybe you should um, try and hone another character. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So uh, it's just me and me old producer, who's now me co-host, Dave Lane. Corby's gone. Gone. Out. Fired. What? No longer at the ticket. Uh, until Monday. And uh, I yeah. believe he'll then, be reinstated. Yeah. So... Uh, it's just the two of us, but we will ably take you to noon. We have so much stuff to talk about, David. You know what this is? What? This is your official St. Patrick's Day pre-show. Yeah, because next week will be St. Patrick's Day type show, right? Yes. Next Saturday, the rant will be broadcasting live from the roof of Stan's Blue Note. Are we doing that again? Yep. Cool. Wait a second. I think I'm on vacation. Next week? Yeah. Are you kidding me? You know, I don't know what to do. I, I put in for vacation because this was the time I was going to take it. It was like March 11th. That's when that's my last day. Yeah. And uh, so I'd have that next week off. But well, I don't, don't have anything just, to do. Just I, stay I, in town and leave after the show on Saturday. Well, I think I might as well work. I mean... Just rescind your vacation request? Well, yeah. If I'm not going anywhere, then... And I'm in town. I might as well work. With me to South by Southwest. We'll party. That just doesn't sound fun to me. <laughs> South by Southwest, it sounds like there's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, and, it's and a lot of people. I don't like that. That makes me claustrophobic and nervous. And, you know, just, <clears throat> it's well, a CDC concern. We'll just, uh, we'll find you some downers. Well, no, no, I don't no want to do out. drugs, sir. I don't want to do drugs. I'm 48 years old. I don't want to do drugs. Um... Okay, so we have uh, several things to talk about. One is I do want to get into the chimp story. I'm not familiar, so this is breaking news to me. All right, so let me tell you the story, David. Do we need to tease it? Let's tease it. Yeah, I'm going to tell you this chimp story. It's pretty wild, and it sparked a great conversation on the morning show, something that every guy is curious about. Next. Come see Broads on Blades at Cash America's CCOI 8. 
Thursday, March 24th at Fort Worth Convention Center. Get your tickets now at theticket.com. 1037 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. 1037 Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. You've got the rant with David Lane and Gordon Keith. We are here to take your telephone calls. 214-787-1310 is our telephone number. Sorry, I just fired up a bowl. Don't say that. That makes you so, um, I don't know. <laughs> did, did. All right, uh, so anyway, so here's this chimp story I want to tell you about. This couple got this uh, chimp when he was a baby. Where, did, where are these couples? California. Living. Yeah, they're California. Humans. And uh, so they're out there in California, and they got this little baby chimp whose mother was killed by poachers. And so they had this chimp, and they named him Mo. They had him for many, many years. And so did, did they hook up with him through, like, a rescue organization, or were they over in Africa and found him? How did they come I don't know. to own the, the chimp? I don't know. You were adopted. How does that work? Websites? Yeah. Anyway, so um, they somehow got this chimp. I don't know how they got it, to answer your question. So... They named him Mo, and he lived with them, I guess, for a lot of years, because he's like 39 now. Wow. Maybe they didn't get him as a baby, but they must have if the poachers killed his mommy. Like Bambi. Yeah. So they had him, and then uh, a couple years ago, Mo got aggressive and bit off some lady's finger. Hmm. And so the, I guess, CPS for animals... <laughs> took Mo out of their home and put him in an animal sanctuary. Well, the couple's been trying to get him back for forever and ever. And uh, so then they go and visit him like daily at this animal sanctuary. And it was Mo's 39th birthday. So the couple who are in their uh, mid-60s now, they go to visit Mo at the animal sanctuary and bring him a cake. Well, while they're standing there outside of uh, Mo's enclosure or cage or whatever it is, in the next enclosure over, two adolescent chimps escape and run towards the couple and attacks them. And attacks this man whose name is weird. It's like St. James something. His first name is St. James. Weird. Which is so slightly what, egotistical. When was he canonized? I don't know. I would have heard about that. As a, as a Catholic, I would have. Right. Um, so they attack him and just savagely maul this guy. Ugh. And they just jumped the fence? They, I, don't, I guess I've never really heard how they got out. They, I don't know if they know or they just haven't said. So, um, so Moe's going nuts seeing his daddy being mauled by two chimps. I guess. I don't know. The paper didn't have Moe's reaction. He wasn't <laughs> quoted. <laughs> he didn't sign his so reaction. The, the first chimp... You. The first happy chimp. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday, oh. old day, and happy birthday to you. <laughs> it's a recreation of the, the attack. So, uh, the one chimp mauls St. James or St. John, whatever his name is. <clears throat> and then, uh, then the, one of the keepers there got a gun and blew that chimp away. And then the other chimp comes up and grabs St. James or St. John's body and starts dragging him down the road. Mm. Now, two other female chimps uh, escape from the same enclosure at the same time. They found them like five miles away down the road. So it, the male chimps created a diversion and then the female chimps hit the road. I guess so. Escaped. Yeah. And they stole a Miata <laughs> and they found them. So... Did they drive it off the edge of a cliff? 
Yeah. This prompted the question, though, how can a chimp, an average chimp, average male chimp, can they take a, an above-average human male, like Larry Allen kept coming up and Mike Tyson kept coming up? Who would win in a fight between those <clears> two? <throat> and George and I were like, well, there's just no question. It's going to be the chimp. But yeah. Craig felt for sure that no, Larry Allen or Mike Tyson get a big handle lumbering. This. Larry Allen would be able to take a, he a just, spry little chimp. He just kept talking about Larry Allen. I, I don't know why he was on about Larry Allen. I, I, I mean, I think pound for pound, chimps are way stronger than humans. Absolutely. So we did some research and started talking about it. First of all, we tell you about Saint John or Saint James. Did he die? The saint. I'm just going to call him the saint. No, he didn't die. Um, let me tell you about his injuries. Uh, little blurb in the in the paper said that they he would require extensive surgery for them to try to reattach his nose oh dear they also said that um his testicles and one foot was severed one foot one foot was severed like chewed through i don't know i guess I, good lord i know and so how craig can maintain that i that the strongest human in the world can take an average chimp i have no idea <laughs> And then we got to talking about chimps, and of course people start emailing, we start going on websites, researching them, and the average chimp has the strength of six to eight adult males. Wow. Human males. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I haven't associated them with a mean streak, though. Yeah, that's the thing, is chimps are mean. Really? Because I'm very always, aggressive and very mean. I've always heard that about baboons. Yeah, that, oh, baboons that are That baboons are, are really aggressive. Mm-hmm. But uh, chimps will, they're known when they get in fights, they'll rip each other's uh, arms off and stuff like that. Wow. In a, in a little fight, a little tiff. So maybe they, one of the chimps had St. James in uh, figure four, right. and the other one was just twisting his yeah, ankle around. cranked it off. Um, so, geez, Louise. So Craig honestly believes he would put money on Mike Tyson. Well, I think that he eventually got his back so up against the wall that he was just going to never disagree with himself, never change his mind no matter what, even with all the evidence. But, yeah, they were saying that um, they did some strength tests with chimps, they said, which is kind of hard because you can't really get them to participate if they don't like want to. bench press? Yeah, they can't have a, you know, a clean and jerk competition. But... Um, a chimp with one arm, one female chimp with one arm, pulled this lever that was, you know, attached to a, a strength measure. <laughs> and she registered a 1,200-pound pull with one arm on this thing. Good night. A female chimp. So. But she may have been pretty butch. Yeah. Yeah. Paper didn't say. So there's no doubt that a chimp could kick any human being's ace. So... Mo really isn't part of this story. Mo was just what brought the couple Mo to that place. Mo is what lured the couple there. So maybe maybe to, maybe to Mo them. is in on it. Yeah, I think it's an inside job. Clearly, take your phone calls if you've had any experience with chimps. Uh, hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Hey, Gordo. Yeah. Hey, this is um, your boyfriend, Peaches. Hey, did you uh, watch that program on National Geographic? Last no, time? I didn't, and a couple of you guys emailed me about it. Uh, there was a, what was it called, When Chimps Attack? or N Nature's Fury, The Dark Side of Chimps. The Dark Side <laughs> of Chimps. <laughs> yeah, I missed it. Did you watch it? Yeah, it was pretty wild. I, I ended up having to turn it off because it got pretty disturbing. You're kidding me. Well, they were talking about these chimps and, and this one place in, like, Uganda or somewhere... There was this one chimp that they had nicknamed Saddam because it would go through the villages and 
like uh, rip babies out of mom's hand and take them off and eat them, like eat their arms off and then eat their guts out and just kind of throw them down. Wow. And, um, but anyway, they showed them sneaking around and like sneaking up on other chimps and just ripping them to pieces. I mean, ripping their arms off, ripping their heads off. Was, so they're, they're real territorial, right? Yeah. And is it territorial or is it even beyond that? It's territorial and they're just mean. Just homicidal? Yeah, well, they were talking about, as far as killing the babies, that it was just a food source for them. God. But they were just, because of all the deforestation or whatever you call that over there where they're killing down the rainforest, they were just looking for food. So they thought, hmm, little human babies, be good. Oh, these were human babies they were taking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Snatching them I out thought you were talking about chimp babies. Yeah, they, no, they were going to human villages. I guess they have chimp villages. Anyway, going to human <laughs> villages and ripping the babies out of mom's hands and running off into the oh, rainforest. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, it kind of made my pants get a little bit crazy. And okay, mm. sir. Hi, you're on the ticket. I beat my monkey all the time. Hi, on the ticket. Uh, yeah, when I was young, I had a chimp at my birthday party. Okay, what's the story? Um, he he was only about four months old, and he grabbed on to my older brother by the arm, and it took uh, four people to get him off my older brother. Gosh, dang dog! Your hey. old, your older brother needs four people to get him off. Oh yeah. Well, no, my older brother was about fifteen correctly. years old, and so what That's the right. what the deal was is this chimp jumps on and grabs hold of him and starts to kind of jerk him around, and so yeah. they yeah they were the trainer had uh, her baton <laughs> out the ass and just totally was beating on him, and it still wouldn't yeah. stop him. Just kept beating it. <laughs> wow, I'm telling you, they're scary. You know how. Uh, I was also, uh, I, this little tidbit, in case you ever encounter a chimp attack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know how to get away from him? How? Run uphill? No. That's Run crocodiles. up a tree. No, I don't think running up a tree would do it, but that's a pretty good guess there. Um, Covering yourself in AIDS blood? Cloaking yourself in AIDS blood? They can't see you. Isn't AIDS the chimp cancer? No, it's the chimp AIDS. They, it's just simian AIDS. Oh. No, they, they hate water. I don't know if they can even swim, as a matter of fact. Really? Yeah. Because they have such low body fat, they can't float at all. Oh, they have they no buoyancy. like a rock. Yeah. So you, I guess you'd try to swim out into some water, and then, of course, a croc takes <laughs> you down. Oh. Anyway, hi, you're on the ticket. Uh, I used to, uh, used to have a I used to have a chimp about uh, 20 years ago, and I found that I had to spank my monkey player. Dumb. Now you're on the ticket. Yeah, I have a chimp story. Okay. Uh, I was up at Arbuckle Wilderness in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Fatty Arbuckle Wilderness. I've been yes, there. Yes, it was. And I left the bottle at home though. And uh, they have a lot of Coke machines there. <laughs> yeah, they did. Actually, I think it was Pepsi. Because oh. it's sponsored by Pepsi. Oh. But anyway, I was by the chimp cage, and there was nobody else around. And uh, was, they had a little barrier, the little fence. And uh, I noticed every time we got closer, the chimp would just start making his chimp noise. And I uh, stepped <laughs> over the barrier. <laughs> yeah. And the chimp jumped up on the cage, screaming, and peed on my shoe. 
They'll do that. Yeah, I did do that. And, you know, that's the other thing that a uh, little anecdotal information about chimps is that they say that their scream is so terrifying it immobilizes you. Really? Yeah, it's like paralyzing to you because it's so frightening. Hmm. I don't know that I've ever seen a chimp scream, like, in person. And we had all these people call up and say that they used to witness chimp wrestling, that, you know, some carnival or something would have you. If you could go three minutes and around with a chimp, that they would, uh, you'd get $250. So you had tons of huge guys that would go in there, and the chimp would have a muzzle on, you know, so he can't bite or anything. And the chimp would just kind of toy with him for a little bit, and then whenever the trainer guy would blow his whistle to signal the chimp, the chimp would just pick up the guy and throw him out of the ring. And so that, he, that in all his time, I guess he went to this thing all the time, that he never saw anyone who even came close to ever having any sort of uh, <clears throat> physical dominance over What about, chimp. okay, how about this? How about Bruce Lee in his prime against a chimp? No. Groobs! No way. And this is why I think no human could beat a chimp, no matter how trained and skilled that human is, is because humans have uh, self-awareness, and as soon as a chimp... Uh, bites off half your face or bites off your bicep. You have the flea. You have freak out. Yeah. I mean, you just because all, you just imagine. Oh, I have the rest of my life without a bicep now, and you freak out. Whereas a chimp, you they're know, they're in the moment. Yeah, they're in the moment. That's it. They're just, they're boost. They're they're going for the the goal of the <laughs> right. moment. They could have one of their arms off. They don't care. They're still fighting. Just Humans a, just a flesh wound. have a preconception of how to fight. You know, putting up your dukes or whatever. Where monkeys. Go for your eye sockets or your your genitals or whatever. They don't fight better like a human would. Try How do you to know? Experience. All right. So there's uh, some broadcast. Just a theory you. for you. All right. What do we want to talk about next, David? Mm. I don't know. I haven't looked at the paper. You oh, have. Oh, we have some an incredible tale of. Did you see where they found the three bodies in the back of the van, and how long the bodies had been in the back of the van, and who the bodies turned out to be? I'm fascinated. Details next on Sports Radio 13 the ticket. Sports Radio 13 the ticket. When somebody tells us a woman is out of our league, we just assume she bowls on a different night. Oh yeah. Approaching eleven o'clock here on Sports Radio 13 the ticket. I'm Gordon Keith along with David Lane. And we are taking your phone calls. We're keeping you company. We're making your Saturday fun. Oh, you know what? I meant to update everyone on... We were talking about the... Chris talking with the T-Box about the web stats of GordonKeith.com. No. Well, I made some outrageous claim that we were getting like uh, 700,000 hits a day. <laughs> Which, you know, with hits, that may be right, but, but visits is what I'm like thinking of. Like, page views is different than yeah, visits. Yeah, right, right. Um, but it's still not bad. I think for uh, a month, we usually get about a quarter of a million visits, unique visits. Mm -hmm. Not unique persons, but unique visits, right? I don't know. <laughs> Sports? Um, something like that, and about 8,000 a day. Wow. So that's kind of cool, huh? Yeah. Thank you. Three R's. And I posted a link up on GordonKeith.com. I'm, I'm, I'm just glad to be a part of it. You are so sorry. 
You know, I realized because we switched over and now we're with a, a local hosting service, CZI Networks, which is great, by the way. Recommend them highly. And I realized that ever since we moved over to them, I don't even think you have the password to the thing anymore. No. And if you did want to update it. But it's, 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 it's strictly a blog into, now for Yeah, you. it's morphed into a blog for me. So. I mean, you know, we had all these grand visions of what, you know, this great site was going to be. And then we ended up being too lazy to, to make it that. Sir, it is an excellent site. Well, I'm, I'm just saying it's stripped down now. Mm -hmm. We had all these, you know, ancillary... Yeah, we're going to do a lot of stuff that's more time-intensive for us to do. Yeah. We've got it... It's, it's a well-oiled machine now. Uh -huh. And I put a link up there uh, last night that... Or maybe it was this morning. I don't remember when I did it. But it's SheaStJohn.com. And it's the craziest... It's the guy that got mauled by the chimp. No, but it looks like it because he's wearing some kind of weird plastic mask. I think it's a girl. I don't know what it is. I'm it's the most confusing thing ever. And if you get a chance, check out the videos on SheaStJohn.com. You can get there. Go to the GordonKeith.com. Um, and he's also got out a DVD that I've got to order. And I'm telling you, it is the scariest website you will ever experience. And the weird thing is, there's no blood or guts or profanity or anything like that. It just will creep you out. If you watch some of the little short films that he does, uh, there's one about wire therapy, which I don't understand what it is. It's him in some kind of weird <clears throat> hammock. I think, think com is slammed right now. It's not opening. Oh, really? Yeah. I think everybody listening to the rant just jumped on the oh. computer. And Shay emailed me last night. Brad C., who's a frequent contributor to the ticket... I think he emailed Shay and said, hey, you got to email Gordon. And meanwhile, I'm, like, freaked out and haunted by this person. Uh-huh. Like, I'm really scared. And now Shay started emailing me, and I am scared out of my gourd. So what's the story? I spent story? last night in my bedroom with the bedroom door locked. I'm sitting on my bed just staring at the bedroom door, waiting for that doorknob to turn with a thirty-eight Special at my head. Just with a shaky thirty-eight Special pointed at my head. And as soon as that doorknob started turning, I was just going to blow my head off. I'm that scared of Shea St. John. What's this guy's story? I don't know. I don't know if it's a he. I don't know what it is. Uh, it says, I'm so popular I've gone way over my allotted bandwidth. Please check back later. Oh, you're kidding me. Oh, no. Damn. All right, I'll have to check it when I get home. All right. Well, why? He'll still be over bandwidth. Well, I guess, I don't know. Well, if they log off, it doesn't matter. He's saying he's over, here we are, what is this, the day of March, and he's over his bandwidth? <laughs> For the month. Damn. Maybe he's just slammed at the moment. He can't have any more visitors at the moment. Well, I guess I need to take the link down. I've already screwed him up. This is what I hate about the website that has gotten so popular now. You can't put a link up for very long because the P1s just cost everyone else so much money with bandwidth. So you've kind of turned into Fark Jr. Excuse me? What is your language? What What are you saying? You're kind of like Fark.com. Who started that? Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. But it's been around probably like seven years, seven mm -hmm. or eight years. But they, they have... I guess where they're, they're allowed to contribute to their side. Yeah, where they're different, they have um, they have kind of moderators, uh -huh. and members submit links, and then the moderators sift through all the 
right. submissions and post the ones that are worthwhile. And Which I was, guess you kind of do, because you get a lot of emails of stuff. Yeah. But. Oh, all the links that I have on my site are listeners sent in. I didn't find them. I don't like, you know, surf the net and try to find weird stuff at all. Is stuff that people have sent to me. Um, yeah, but that fark.com, F-A-R-Q, I think, no, right? No, F-A-R-K. F-A-R-K, you're right. Uh, you're right, Dave. I am. I'm going to validate you on that. Um, that's the one that got Bad Radio Lee Corso so popularized because it got posted up. Yeah, it got posted on that and, and on uh, Sports by Brooks, mm -hmm. which Sports by Brooks and Fark.com are very closely related. They're not, you know, related in the, the people that run them, but they're just they're tight as, as mm -hmm. affiliates. But, you know, all that Lee Corso um, thread that they had on there, it's so funny. You can read the uh, user comments. You know, there's like a discussion thread for each topic, mm -hmm. and it was virtually all P1s. There was so much vaginal slice born born and bloody <laughs> pants say I love you and all the crazy ticket speak. So I'm thinking now there's a couple sites that I always tend to get uh, links from, like E-Bombs World uh -huh. and Intensity or something like that. and Albino Black Sheep. Yeah, all those kind of things. So I'm wondering if I shouldn't kind of uh, get some relationship with them. You probably going. should. And like I said, I've been getting enough traffic, and I don't know how they monitor this stuff, but I've been getting enough traffic that I'm starting to get offers of people wanting to buy the name GordKeith.com. <laughs> to do what with it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I guess they're saying, hey, that must be a really appealing spelling for a website name, so let's buy it. Huh take it over. Do you still have all those um, dot com addresses that you bought back in the uh, 90s? I've let a few of them go, but I probably, I, you know, I probably own 30 or so. You keep renewing them? Domain names. No, but the ones that I own, I basically own all things that um, are like personal, you know, like family members' names and stuff like that. Uh, so I don't have like any commercial but but Names. you did dabble in that. Yeah, I had during a few. during the dot com boom. You, yes. you tried to figure out what the next and I let them all go. What the next hot dot com address was going right. to be, and people were going to be knocking on your door. I'm yeah. going to have I was going to push make, of a button dot com. I was going to make a million dollars, and then the whole thing fell apart, and I just kind of let them go. Yeah. <laughs> How ridiculous was that in the late nineties? People just throwing around money. I know it. I'm I so stupid. I wish I could have had a half a brain back then. Why, just to sell somebody snake oil and that yeah. would pay you a lot of money? Yeah, I could have been so rich. I was telling somebody the other night, you know, I, I used to live down in uh, Deep Element, the Gaston Yard Apartments. And my across-the-way neighbors, when I first moved in there, was a young married couple. And they both worked for AudioNet, which then became Broadcast.com, which then was bought out by Yahoo and, you know, Mark, made Cube, Mark, Mark Cuban billion. made $4 billion on that and you know i remember hearing at the time that like 30 or 40 people that worked for you know broadcast.com from the very beginning became millionaires too when that sale went through and i i always wonder if those if that married couple were two of the millionaires i'm sure they did very well you know one of our board operators i think was he a board op or a producer drew you remember Drew? yeah yeah he was a producer yeah he I think he bought a house on Swiss Avenue. He was a producer. Are you week, kidding like me? Like a weekend producer up here, but he was in on that. He was in on broadcast. He, he has he has a house on Swiss Avenue. 
Something like that or some high tone address. Like a $2 million house? I don't know how much it is, but I'm sure Drew really appreciates me talking about it, but... I'm going to look him up on Dallas Cat right now. <laughs> no, don't. So, yeah, and you know what? You know what was the first radio station to be broadcast on that? The ticket? No, 570. The ticket was one of the first, and there were a lot of people who could have been in on it but <clears throat> weren't. I almost just didn't think it was going to do anything. I almost took a job there, but very late in the game. Mm -hmm. And if I would have, I mean, I think they closed their door like, six months after I would have been hired. So I'm pretty glad I didn't take that job. Yeah. So anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, we're talking about websites and so on. So yes, thank you to the P1 for making uh, our little web presence a slight success. Mm-hmm. It's fun, fun good. Do you it think, makes me you, nervous now that I know how many people log on to it, but... When you post all your personal diatribes. Yeah, and I know, and I'm going to stop doing that now because it's just too tense. Hey, have you taken down all your old ones? No. I just try. I leave them up there, and you're your Hunter S. Thompson. Try to have faith. Yeah, that was the latest one. I haven't really done one before that in if, a long time. I don't think. If you misspell it, does it go to a porn site? That's how you know you're real popular. If you misspell Gordon Keith, does it go to a porn site? Probably. <laughs> so you spell it E I Keith E I, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it I E. See where it goes. All right. Hang on. Okay. Keep talking. You're listening to the continuing coverage of our phone calls with you. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey. Hey. This is, uh... Damn it. Shay. This is not Shay St. John. Shay St. John has a high-pitched voice. I know where you live. Shay St. John lives elsewhere, you, sir. You, and you live in a house with a doorknob. I mean, this is Shay St. John. <laughs> Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, uh, did you guys talk about the uh, the the National Geographic documentary that was on last night? At yeah, the chimp thing. Chimpanzees? Yeah, we did. Thanks for um, reminding us that we talked about it, though. Hi, you're on the ticket. Gordo. Yes. This is what hey, shows up on Gordo. Where the thing. guy goes, you touch my talala. You still get that on there? I don't know. Is that the Shea St. John site? No, the one where the guy goes, ooh, you touch my talala. Don't remember. Don't remember. No, okay. but thanks for the phone call. All right, the story about the van, I just realized we didn't get to it. So, oh, damn it, damn In it. Hearst, this is your old neighborhood. Dave. Wait, we need to tease it now. Hold on, hold on. In Hearst, your old neighborhood, a van was repossessed. And they opened up the back of this van, and this is, I'll tell you what they found next. The ticket. The original Bob Knight Show with bad radio. Thursdays at 1.50. Brought to you by Booth Eye Care and Laser Center, North Texas GMC Dealers, and Sports Radio 1310. The Ticket. Eleven nineteen on Sports Radio 1310. The Ticket. Dave Lane, Gordon Keith. Uh, come up here in just a second. I want to talk about this radio your way thing. Have you heard about this? No. It's pretty cool some time shift recording that you can do with radio. Did you get my last email about uh, that website? Yeah. Did you talk to Cat about it? I said No, it I haven't I haven't talked to Cat about it, but I'm going to do something with that. The podcasting? Well, there there's uh ipotter.org, I think. Mm -hmm. But then there's also one that's more official commercial that um audible.com. 
mm-hmm. that has you know a lot of audio books and it has uh, what's his name Harry Shearer show mm-hmm. yeah a lot of NPR shows and stuff that you can download and load onto your MP3 player and take it with you. That's so great. I love living in this day and age of technology and just new things emerging and mm-hmm. it's really cool stuff. Anyway, we'll talk about that here in just a moment. But first, back to the story of. They go, officers go to this house in Hearst. And parked in the driveway is this van that they have to repossess. Good old H-E-B. Yeah. I guess they sent a tow, tow truck driver out mm-hmm. there. Repossess this van. When they opened up the back of the van, they found three bodies laying there. And I guess they were in some sort of, you know, like see-through body bags with their faces. You Ugh. know, kind of sunken in. Like, I don't know that part, but... Um, I think it's clearly deducible from the story. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they start researching this, and they found out these bodies were probably dead about five years ago. Really? So yeah. they they were pretty much just skeletal remains by this point. And the guy who, they said they were badly decomposed, the guy who owned the van owned a company that was supposed to transport, transport bodies to the morgue. Well, uh, okay... They were in the back of this van for, van for five years. Why? How does he not have the van paid off by now? Why are they repoing a van that's at least five years old? I have the answer to that. Would okay. you like it? Yes, please. Okay. They don't think that the bodies had been in the, uh, in the van that long. They think they had been in there since November or December. Uh. And before that, the bodies were in various cold storage facilities. But what was shocking about this, they've ID'd one of the bodies, still looking for the ID of the couple other ones. But one of the bodies was Lonnie LaFall, who is a 93-year-old retired barber. And his family assumed that he had been buried next to his wife four years ago. Like, did they have a, a graveside ceremony? I or, guess so. Or did they just and have a is, church ceremony? This is kind of confusing, because in the story, the... A granddaughter or whoever was handling this, his great niece, says that she thought that they had buried an urn of ashes. They thought she thought that he was supposed to be cremated and buried. Mm-hmm. Which I thought that you don't you do one or the other, but not both, right? Yeah, you scatter ashes or you keep it in the urn. You don't necessarily bury it, do you? Right. That's I don't I didn't understand that. Or maybe maybe is it in a mausoleum like? You know, you have well, this the, made it sound like it was little, buried. The little safety deposit box yeah, the for little, your ashes. Yeah, little P.O. box. Yeah. That's what I do. Like my mom's ashes, mm-hmm. I keep it in my P.O. box. And Just I get my mail take, there, Take too. it out, take the mail, and then put it back in. Right. So, um, that's really creepy, too, because my mom's not dead, but then talking about her dead urn ashes is creepy. You ready for your parents to die? Yeah. My real ones, not my adopted ones. You want them to live for forever, uh-huh. right? Because so, they, they gave me a home. So, uh, so you want your real parents to die for punitive reasons? Yes, for revenge. Right. Uh, so, yeah, so they buried this urn. They thought that they had buried this urn, so now they're going to dig up the urn and try to find out what's in there. But you can't test so ashes. So it's a bunch of, like, Starburst wrappers? Yeah, and some old crackers that are crumbled up and lint. A few rubber bands and a nickel couple of twisted up paper clips. So they're going to dig it up and try to find out what's in there. That's disturbing to think that you're... you're why why you're are they digging it up, though? 
Well, I would want to know what's down there. Why? You? It's like, okay, either it's going to be exactly what we described. Well, but or there'll be remains, but you can't tell whose remains there. You but can't don't DNA you, test ashes? But don't you want your grandfather to be laid to rest where you thought he was laid to rest? So you got to dig up what's there. Yeah, yeah, good point. While you're down there, might as well take out the old urn. Yeah, and see what's in there. Good point. Yeah, I guess I was originally thinking, what are they expecting, a time capsule or something? Maybe there's a wad of money. Maybe it'll be the greatest day of their lives. Good point. Good point. So they've ID'd one body, and now they're trying to get to the other ones. Find out who they were. But that's just creepy that some dude keeps dead bodies in a van parked down in down by the front river. of his house. No, not down by the river, David. But thank you for that very current and popular reference. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Have you heard about this uh, new Adrian Brody movie? I want to go see this no. this weekend. The Jacket? No. Uh, I thought that's a Jackie Chan movie. <laughs> no, that was The Tuxedo. Oh. <laughs> Slightly less highbrow. Uh, no, this Adrian Brody, the guy who won the uh, Oscar for The Pianist, mm-hmm. uh, he has a new movie that just came out with the extremely hot Kira Keitlinger. Don't know her. She was in Love Actually. Never and saw she was, it. She was in Bend It Like Beckham. Super oh, hot. English I want to see chick. that Bend It Like Beckham. Never seen it. So I, I guess Beckham, like he kind of hangs to the left. Stop it. Anyway, um, this movie, The Jacket, Adrian Brody plays a Gulf War veteran. I need a jacket. Who needs a jacket? Mm-hmm. And he, while he's in the Gulf War, he. Uh, sustains a gunshot wound to the head, but he survives. But so it's af- basically a ripoff of the Jim Brady thing. Yeah, exactly. It's about the Brady Bill, and so what happened? President Reagan and stuff. No, so he, um, but he had he's after after this wound, he suffers for, from amnesia and he can't remember things, and he ends up like memento, and he ends up getting framed for this murder, and. So he gets sentenced to this mental hospital, and they do this experimental procedure on him where they shoot him up full of drugs, they wrap him in a straitjacket, and they put him in a morgue drawer. So he's still alive. Oh, yeah. But then he has these visions of the future. He travels into the future. Well, why do they have to do the morgue drawer? Why can't they just... It's just sensory deprivation tank, right? Yeah, exactly. Why do they have to do morgue drawer? I guess because they didn't have a sensory deprivation tank around. You would think for a Hollywood movie they could get one. Well, they're trying to say that in this hospital, that's all they have. Oh, okay, gotcha. So he has this vision of the future and realizes that he is going to die in a few days, and he has to figure out why and who framed him and all this kind uh-huh. of thing. It's kind of a you know thriller kind of mystery thing, kind but of it's like supposed to be really good. Basically the Brady Bunch movie. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's a very Brady sequel is kind of where it is based on. But. All right, coming up next, we're going to tell you about an exciting product if you're a fan of the ticket. See if your IQ matches your HQ. Hoops Quotient. Test your sports brain with a new question every day. Online now at theticket.com. And win free food from Hooters and Sports Radio 1310. The Ticket. 1134 on Sports Radio 1310. The Ticket. Gordon Keith, David Lane with Rant. We take till noon. All right. You know, The Ticket brought a lot of guys who normally probably wouldn't listen to AM radio to AM radio. Uh Uh-huh. And there's so many new 
products out there that have really changed our lives and made them a lot better as far as our entertainment goes. Like pocket peas? No, David. I'm talking about TiVo was certainly oh, a, yes, TiVo. a revolution in, uh, in the way you watch TV. Love it. Once you, you know, you start watching, once you get a TiVo system, it really is hard to go without it again. And you can't believe people that don't own one. I know, people that just don't own one and are clueless about it, you kind of feel sorry for them. So, hold on a second. Get rid of the last seven seconds. So, so TiVo, I think, is a huge one. The ability to pause live television, to forward through commercials with ease, to have just a huge hard drive that can collect your shows for you. Yeah, well, to be, to be able to watch on demand instead of being a slave to the network schedule. It's wonderful. Wonderful and great and good. The iPod is a huge revolution. People really getting back into their music and everything because the music becomes so um, manipulative. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You, I have can, a, you know what? I have an announcement you re do? related to the iPod. I, I own something like five, six, seven hundred CDs. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I am... Just hours away, I am so close to having all of my CDs on my hard drive. Really? It's been a labor of love. That is a lot of work. It's been a lot of work, but, but now I'll have my entire collection on my iTunes. You know, I started doing that, and I did. I've done probably, you know, 40 or 50 CDs. And then uh, I realized that about 30 of them, I did them at a sampling rate that I didn't... I wanted to do them at a little bit higher, uh -huh. and now I'm just so defeated I can't even you crawl back to redo it and start it again. Yeah. 128. No, I wanted to bump it up to 192. I guess it was. I think I have it on the highest. I can't remember the highest, highest or very high, close. You know, good quality. There's some. There's but, some. But, but you're still. Which format are you using? Uh, I guess it loads them in as MP4s. I, I, MP4s, is that I, the AA, whatever, the Apple yeah, kind? Yeah, because yeah, I'm importing it into iTunes. Well, no, but you can import it as MP3. Right. Or you can import it as uh, lossless. You can import it as wave. I'm importing it as the uh, default, I guess. As the default, that's the Apple encoder. Right, right. Yeah. But did you up the sample rate? Yeah. The bit, bit rate? Mm -hmm. Good job for you. Thank you. But I know it, and that's so great. I'd love to just be able to get rid of my CDs, get rid of DVDs. I'd love just a huge a closet in my house with a huge hard drive that I can access from any one of my TVs or stereos and just call up that media, which eventually we all will have that. I mean, that's or what everything's moving to. at least to. those of us who God loves. That's a good point. You're probably not going to have that if you're poor. Um, well, there's also a product out now that I got kind of fascinated with, a P1 sent me a link. It's called Radio Your Way, and it has, uh, it's like a little bitty radio. It's an AM, FM receiver, and the new ones look like iPods. And you can, let me tell you all the features it has in it. First of all, it has a speaker where you can just listen to AM or FM radio. Of course, it has a headphone jack. It wow. has, hold on, this is the basic sophisticated. <laughs> it's, it's basically a transistor radio that you right. put in your pocket. Solid state. 
So then you can also, it has a flash memory in it, and you can record the ticket. You can record, like, your favorite show. Just set a timer, record the hard line, and then you can listen back to it, you know, later, whenever you want to. Because a lot of people are really ticked off that when we lost archives, yeah. they lost a great way that they used to consume the ticket. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so now, with this little thing, you can record your programs... You also can, you know, it's got a USB cable thing where you just sync it up with your computer. If you want to throw it in your iTunes, you know, and manage it that way, you can do that. And um, and it's just really, really neat. You can also, uh, and I'm going to start using it to record interviews. You can plug a microphone into it. And it's all in flash memory where you don't have the, the jogging problem, you know, of skipping hard drive and uh -huh. being hard on your hard drive. You know that a lot of people don't know that. You're not supposed to jog with your iPod. Not everyone does. <laughs> Except if you have, like, an iPod Shuffle, which is flash memory, so it's no moving parts. Oh. But the regular iPod, like, do you, you don't have an iPod, do you? I do. Oh, you do? Mm hmm You jog with it? No. I prefer to jog in silence. It's so deep. I know. Just me and my thoughts. Make love to me. Make love to me right now. Right now. So anyway, it's called Radio Your Way, and I think I got a link on the ticket. And I'm going to check it out. I'm, gonna, I'm about to get one of these, and I have one of the older models in my hand right now. Our buddy Tim from Blockbuster brought one up here, so it's the first time I've held one in my hand. And, uh, but I'm going to get one of the new models sent to me and review it. I'm going to do a product review for the ticket P1. Because I hate it now that we don't have archives. I know. I used to go back in and re-listen to the rant if it was particularly funny or particularly failed. Uh-huh. Just kind of a, <laughs> kind of a post-mortem, you know, just to review what could we do better. Right. Well, you know, there's a, uh, a few things that Dave and I need to, we, we need to talk about to do with this show. Number one is the advent of podcasting. Now, this is interesting. Now, what this is is, and you have to help me out here, Dave. I, I really don't know much about it. It but was so just many brought people my attention. Me we need to start doing podcasting, and I guess that's where we can take the show, put it on one of these websites that you can go. But and you have to host it yourself. The, Do you? The iPodder is a like a manifest. iPodder.org, I think, is what it's called. It's a manifest where people post their link. You know, you're you. I'm sorry, you're a member. You know, a, well, why do I need them when they can just go to my website and? get the audio if I have to host all that media. Yeah, it's, it's, not, um, it's not a solution for hosting. It's just how people can find you. Or is it like everyone can go to the podcast website and say, yes, I want to download this program. And like... Every one, time there's an update, they'll get an email. Well, no, that, that rather than I have a hundred different downloads, I just at one time, like a mass email, send out the podcast. That way it only goes through my bandwidth once to a bunch of different sources rather than everyone comes and downloads at a different time. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Well, you and I are clueless on it. We need to get someone with someone technical. But that would be one way that someone could archive the rant, for example. And I also think contractually it doesn't conflict with anything with me because I think I'm only been to do streaming media. Right. But then that the um, audible.com is uh, a subscription service. Mm-hmm. I think they have some free downloads, but in that case, you would, you know, pay like a monthly fee, and you would have unlimited downloads of, of the ticket or the rant if it was on there. It's not on there now, but it should be. 
And we have so many people now. This is how much radio's changed and how uh, global the Internet's made us. The ticket, there are an untold number of people that listen to us almost exclusively through the Internet as opposed to any sort of terrestrial radio. I listen to it at work. Yeah, a lot of people can't get it in their building, so they listen to it at work. And we have a lot of people who've moved around the country or even around the globe that still listen on the Internet. And if we didn't have that Internet stream, which is just something that the ticket loses money on, we used to get it free with broadcast.com, but now we have to pay someone to stream our thing for us, and we don't get any reimbursement from that. It costs the ticket money. But yet, I think that's the way everything's going to go. Everything's going to be streamed, especially when the Internet goes wireless, completely wireless. And you're not going to know any difference in the delivery medium. Yeah, you'll just it'll come straight to the microchip that's implanted in your head. <laughs> right, and you'll be listening to the ticket. Um, so... I don't know. I think we're in a really interesting area. And, of course, terrestrial radio is scrambling, like, how do we fit into this new world? When you've got satellite radio and you've got streaming and, and everything like this. And I'm telling you, I hope that uh, you, you have to be really forward thinking with all this. Mm -hmm. And the companies that don't are going to be really left behind. Well, you know, that uh, the whole allure, I guess, of that uh, the iPodder is... A, a lot of amateur broadcasters they can you know create their own radio show you know whether it's playing their favorite music or, or interviews or whatever their right. whatever their agenda is they can do their own radio show and post it and you know maybe somebody will be interested in it and download it and they'll you know gain that kind of mm -hmm. you know interest and and so let me ask you this when everybody gets into streaming radio right yeah and basically you're gonna have a little handheld thing that looks like an iPod but it, it catches the internet wirelessly, okay? So you've got a an, an, um, media stream coming in, and you can choose from any station worldwide because they're all streaming on the internet. So it's going to basically seem like... It's you just have satellite a, radio. Yeah, you have a little receiver in your hand. Right, you just have a receiver in your hand, and everything's coming in. Basically, the, uh, the concept of a radio station is going to be somewhat moot because any guy sitting in his house can be a radio station... The, any guy that God loves. Right, that has the money to afford the equipment. So then where does that leave everything? What is the value of having the terrestrial radio? So the, uh, ticket, the ticket should go ahead and sell the frequency while the value is still <laughs> high. The value is still high. You know, speaking of, and we're about to have some, talking about forward-thinking companies, this uh, company is doing a lot to increase our signal, and I think we're going to have a big announcement pretty soon. Really? Yeah. It's going to be pretty cool. I can't say anything more than that. But, I love this, the uh, but this company has done uh, a very good thing to try to increase your ability to listen to the ticket. So I'll be listening in the coming week for a big announcement. And um, I don't want to say too much about it, but ticket in stereo? <gasps> I wonder what that means. 1146, Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Radio 1310 The Ticket wants you to know that red meat isn't bad for you. 1154 on Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. David, Gordon, and you, the three are. You want to go screen this for the end of this, or do you have anything else that you want to say to someone or a shout-out? Well, I've got a couple of stories, but, you know. We've done whatever. stories today. Whatever. Let's hear from the P1. Yeah, let's talk to the P1s. What's on your mind? This is something we like to call uh, plausible screenless. 
where anything that we've said you can comment on. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, I was uh, just wondering where I could send the uh, the invoice for the car detailing after they cleaned the vomit from my car after that lovemaking session you guys had. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's no lovemaking session. Was, was that was that fake? Uh, we don't even know what you're uh, talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I don't even know what that is. Hi, you're on the ticket. Yeah, I like knowing Durant's going to be extended to 1 o'clock on the weekend. Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> please, please, we need you here. You know what? I was driving in to the rant this morning yeah. thinking with all these new delivery systems of content and all these vomitous generic technological words. Well, I don't think that it's much longer until you will be hearing me broadcast the rant from my bed on Saturday mornings. <laughs> I will have a headset right by the bed and I'll be spooning right behind you. Yeah, and Dave will just talk over my shoulder into my mic. Well, what about Corby? Will he take over, then? Uh, I don't know. Why? You want him to? Corby needs his no, own no, no. show. I think Corby's yeah, outgrown this show. The snake gotta pit. Have, gotta have the court, Gordo, man. Hi, you're on AM. Hi, Craig. Hi, you're on AM. Yeah, it's a ticket AM. Yes, sure enough. Yeah, I was uh, calling to see how Julie's urinary track was coming I up. don't know <laughs> who that is or what that could be. Not I even sure. Yeah. Hi, you're on AM. Hey, Gordon, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty hey, well. It's going sing, well. When y'all sang songs at the ticket stock, I was there like fifth row, man. I had a great time. When y'all sang songs and they were by other artists, do y'all have to pay royalty fees for that? No. Oh, that's a good I don't think because Plano Center, is that's, they, you're an ASCAP. You know, but I think, thanks for bringing up that uncomfortable legal point. But like, you know, when a, when a band plays a cover song in concert, if it's on an album, they have to pay royalties, but it, if it's just in concert, I don't think they do. You're, well, you're as long as the venue is ASCAP BMI. Yeah. Right. Really? Because they pay like a fat, flat fee to huh. play anything. Well, we're screwed I, then. I miss Psycho Dave. It's an odd follow-up point to the ASCAP BMI discussion, but thank you. Hi, you're on the ticket. I miss Psycho Dave. Yeah. Uh, am I on? Yeah. I'd like to uh, speak to the Irving Harrigan and the... Uh, Drunken red nose. <laughs> You've got the new Irving Harrigan. Yes, I used to be called Gordon Keith. Now Irving Harrigan. Welcome. What's on your mind? I'd like to chime in with that first song. Let's not diminish how disgusting that uh, lovemaking scene was because that that just needs not to happen again. And uh, if you could make sure that that would happen, I'd appreciate it. Oh, getting kind of turned on just talking about it. Oh, don't don't kiss me. Stop it. You know where this is going to lead. Oh. Hey. Oh. It's wrong. Stop. Don't fight it. No, I'm Don't married. Fight. I'm so married. Don't fight it. Oh. All right, now I'm getting sick. <laughs> I'm getting, getting ill. Hi, you're on AM. Yes, Chimp. Oh, hey, Chimp. Chimp One man. of the three Stooges? Or was that Chimp? <laughs> Hi, you're on AM. Hi, you're on the ticket. Gordo. Yes, you're on screenless. Yeah, y'all need to switch places with the ticket. You guys need to be six hours. Switch places with the ticket. Ticket to Sports Saturday. Yeah. Oh, I think it's a great show. Hi, you're on the ticket. What time is it? It's on the noon. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, Dill. Yes, I'm sorry. 
Before we go, yes, sir. Need to give one more plug. Okay. The rant. The rant next Saturday. The special St. Patrick's Day edition. We'll be on the, the roof of roof Stan's Blue Note, the heart of Greenville Note. Avenue. And where is that's in Dallas, right? On, been on to, Greenville Avenue uh, in Dallas. I haven't been to Greenville Avenue in 10 years. Right by the Blue Goose and the Dubliner mm-hmm. and Torelli's. Right where they close off Greenville and you have uh, all the drunken debauchery of St. Patrick's Day. We will be there witnessing the very beginnings of the celebration. We're not going to see... Remember, we had all the confusion last year about the parade. The parade route yeah. doesn't actually go up Greenville, or it's further north on Greenville. So we're not going to see Matthew McConaughey. No, we're not going to see the parade, but we will kick off your St. Patrick's Day celebration next Saturday. All stands. right. Big doings next Saturday. Talk to you then.